Welcome back to a special edition of Heddle's Blowout. We got a bonus here of we are doing an audio commentary to the 1953 landmark Marlon Brando jeans and leather jacket vehicle movie, uh, The Wild One, that uh, a lot of people reference this movie when they talk about the, the birth of like jeans being seen as cool and leather jackets and motorcycles being seen as cool. So uh, we thought, why not just uh, give it a look and give it our live uh, feedback at the same time. So we're going to be doing a uh, audio commentary on the wild one. Me and Reed Nelson here. I am here. You're here. In 1080p uh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming in quite, uh, quite uh, definitive. And uh, so we're going to... So the wild one, we got a, a an Amazon review here. Uh, this is where we we rented the movie. Um, which you want to rent it? It's three dollars for standard definition, and you were just gonna like count it down so you can sync it up. But there's just an incredible uh, review here of one star from Mr. Bill Staley of the movie was awful and it's not worth watching to see the bikes. Um, I wanted to watch it for the '50s motorcycles, but that was disappointing. The makers of the movie viewed the bikes like dancers in a big choreographed dance. They did not love the bikes, and it shows. The plot and acting are horrible. You pretty much hate everybody. I could not finish watching it. I just fast-forwarded to see the motorcycles. I do not recommend it to anyone. I want this guy to review every major film. So, like, I want him to go through and talk about the spaceships in Independence Day. I want him to talk about the boat in Titanic. I want him to discuss the vehicles in Cars, specifically Cars, the Pixar film. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just want him to ruin every movie because he doesn't appreciate... <laughs> he's like... He doesn't appreciate the vehicles. Roland Emmerich treated the British Army for, or British Royal Navy like ballerinas, and <laughs> I did not like Patriot. Um, yeah, I just... I want, I want him to do everything. There was this Yelp reviewer who had his entirely own language in the Bay Area, uh, Alexis A, if you can find him. Wow, he's got that uh, alphabetized SEO game down. Yeah, no, I don't know who this person is, but they're a personal hero of mine. They used to only describe good things as beast or wet. <laughs> um, and he would do like four or 500 words on a Taco Bell. Um, but yeah. I could probably do four or 500 words on a Taco Bell. Unfortunately, I can too. I did 4,000 words on MTV's The Challenge one time. <laughs> <laughs> one of and my favorite papers I wrote in college was uh, a sociological like 10-page essay I wrote on a KFC Taco Bell in my college town. That sounds like th this is extremely on brand. I mean, my favorite internet piece I, maybe of all time was uh, the all's um, McRib as arbitrage piece. Remember I just one? ate a McRib for the first time. Did you ever read that theory that it was just an arbitrage play? Oh, that, yeah, for pork prices. Yeah, that McRib would only surface when pork prices were down. Yeah. Um, the, I, you've had one, right? This is the first time I've ever had one, and it was very surprisingly tasty. It's really good. The bun looks like it's going to disintegrate upon touching, but it actually holds up. Yeah. It just has it was, that, like anyone who's done a New York bodega sandwich knows, like there's a certain level of mealy that the top of a bun can get and still have integrity. Mm -hmm. And once yeah, you breach that threshold, it's just it's it's in God's hands at that point. It's more semolina than it is bread. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but, uh, people aren't here to listen to us talk about fast food, even though we could probably do that for hours. Or MTV is the challenge. I have yeah. to say MTV is the challenge. Cause I just feel like it's like, it's the proper, it's the proper prefix. So, <laughs> you know, this <laughs> challenge. Well, we're going to challenge ourselves to see if we can make it through the entire movie other than uh, Bill Staley, who could not finish watching it. So if you want to rent it, we'll have the link in uh, the description here for where you can rent it for three bucks. And we're going to count it down here. We're starting at zero, zero, zero. And uh, you ready, Reed? Yeah, if you're at zero, zero, one, you've gone too far. Okay. Ready? It's zero, 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 zero. And we're starting it. We're clicking the play button in three, two, and one. That's rated NR. Yeah. Pre uh, MPAA. Very ominous music. A public challenge not to let it happen again. Very relevant this week. Can you imagine if like Transformers moralized like this? <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> this is a shocking. Uh, here they come. Is this like the Jax Taylor uh, nuclear family edition? <laughs> I wonder if people ran out of the way. Yeah. Thinking like in, uh, the train. Yeah. And one dude almost took out a camera. Yeah, there he is. Does he not have a name? He's just the wild one? He's the wild one. Do you think they're like Mr. One? It looks like there's John, like, stitched into his jacket. Ah, Lee Marvin. I forgot he was in this. Ray Teal is a tight name. Uh, oh, so Frank Rooney is the real, the real propagandist here. <laughs> These dudes are just sitting in front of a green screen for entirely too long. Yeah. Triumphs, it looks like. But I wonder what the direction was like for this. Of just We're going to have you sit on the bikes and like smirk. And like some two guys are going to poke the bikes with like two by fours off camera to make them go back and forth. These gentlemen are not doing their jobs well. Mm. 
It's opening with a lot of hostility. Mm-hmm. These people are like, how dare you use a road for traveling? He is a wild one. So we've been told. <laughs> this wild one uses roads. Um, no CGI in this. No, they lost six spectators in the filming yeah. of this scene. One thousand percent more people got hurt filming this movie than the inciting riot that inspired it. Absolutely. Like, there's just no question. That's not a fact. Do not check me on it, patient viewer, mm -hmm. but... Uh, anytime you see dogs, kids, or motorcycles on screen, they've been abused. Yeah. Oh, it's like that thing about the lemmings. The saddest, the saddest story in Disney movie history. <laughs> you know, lemmings don't jump off cliffs. They were just throwing them off cliffs off screen. Really? Yeah. Just cause they were like, eh, we'll make a, we'll make a storyline about these lemmings. <laughs> Always more lemmings. I like the guy that just climbed the ladder. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're ideologically simpatico. Is squirrels derogatory? Maybe not. Maybe he's just shining them on. <laughs> I feel like this needs a translation. Ah, uh, hair in the gate. Is that a leather bandana? The accessory game is pretty tight in this movie. Mm -hmm. A lot of flat caps. Yeah, but just like strong accessories, strong needlework. I just like that the ruling class of America was like, yeah, they're going to want these white one pieces over these very good leather jackets. I mean, I kind of want that hat that the mechanic guy has on. The baseball hat? Yeah, it looks kind of like the Quint hat. It looks like it has a pocket in the front. Yeah, it might. It's definitely a five panel. It's not a six panel. Wow. Is that a metal Tall bow tie? Is that a metal <laughs> bow tie he's wearing? It looks kind of like it. <laughs> Inflatable, maybe. <laughs> Looks like it's made of chocolate. <laughs> it really does. There's a couple guys that they cast in this movie that 1000% killed people. Like, you just look at the faces. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah, the nice people guy. riding the bikes that, <laughs> that yeah. like, went into the spectators. Uh, those are the motorcycle pants we were talking about. Those, like, poofy director pants. Oh, there they are. 
Very CSI Miami uh, sunglasses put on there. Definitely made of chocolate. Uh, Stole the trophy and put it as a wood ornament. It's a strong hood ornament. Mm-hmm. The sound mixing on this movie is wild. It's the wild one. The music is so fucking loud. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue is it like a whisper. Mm-hmm. What's this dog doing? Ooh, I don't think it's going to be stuff. a good end for the dog. Get out of there, dog. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. I don't like think they would have had to that nail dog. that dog to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're following up with the dog. Was this filmed entirely on a lot? I don't know. I don't think they had enough money for a lot back then, or at least for like a movie like this. I wonder where they decided to do this one. Barstow. <laughs> Bakersfield. Just outside Barstow. Mm-hmm. It's a whisper. I think people were so scared of motorcycles because they just couldn't hear anything anyone was saying. What does it mean to drag for beers? Racing. They're Mm -hmm. racing for beers. Uh, That dude sucks at biking. It's a bad ballerina move. That was unequivocally the worst race in any movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> that it's not even close. I, I mean, when you're dragging for beers and not for pink slips, like what didn't you expect? I mean, I've, yeah, you're, great point. I don't think anyone made it longer than twenty yards. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, it doesn't matter if it's by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. <laughs> What's even going on? Oh, they're dragging for beers. I think we met our love interest. Mm -hmm. Not the blonde one? Not the blonde one. Not the blonde one. This is a well-argued case. What do we think BR stands for? I'm guessing MC is Motorcycle Club. Is it Black Rebel Motorcycle Club? Like the band? I think that's a band. Oh, sounds right. Could be Bick Razor. <laughs> Banana Republic. Banana Republic. Motorcycle Club. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they didn't do these jackets at some point. They did a Mad Men collection. I remember that. Remember that? Yeah. They thought it was going to work. Didn't work. No. And literally anyone who was like around the industry would be like, this isn't going to work. They're like, no, trust us. It's like, okay. Huh. What a trickster. <laughs> Turns all the chairs. <laughs> what are they going to do? Can't turn them back around. <laughs> to be fair, Bleakers doesn't look like a happening establishment. No. Just Johnny gets to drink. This is like your guy who robbed the Twinkies. Just whistling... Guy who robbed the Twinkies was way scarier than this. I mean, Marlon Brand, like Marlon Brando is awesome, but his character in this kind of just looks like he's going to hit on your girl at the bar until you actually say something, and then he's going to deny it and go home kind of angry. That's mm -hmm. the vibe he's throwing. <laughs> What's he going to play? Did you watch uh, the third season of Twin Peaks? The new one? Yeah. Yes. I can't just help but see Michael Sarah like when he oh. did the wild one thing. Yeah. <laughs> see, Maybe that's that what's going on for me. Maybe uh, that's what's going on for me right now. Mm -hmm. I watched This Is the End a few nights ago for the first time uh, in forever. Very different Michael Sarah in that movie. It's the best Michael Sarah, and it's not even close. <laughs> Anyone want to sip? Sippy time is like one of the greatest lines in, in movie history. 
<laughs> I haven't seen that since it was in theaters. It's so it is so funny, man. Pineapple Express Two is just like the movie in a movie about another movie. Is it's like it is so good. It's a good Channing Tatum movie too. Yeah, Hateful Eight's a low key Channing Tatum movie too. Mm-hmm. Sleeper Channing Tatum. Yes, spoiler alert. Apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Very late, but. The tuck on this dude's shirt is so bad. Like, normally I don't notice these things, but he somehow got a four pleat tuck on one side. That took him like 45 minutes that morning, Reed. I think you should show some respect for. (laughs) Folded it over like an accordion. Mm-hmm. As was the style at the time. What do we think about Brando's ringer tee? It's very clean for a motorcycle guy. Mm-hmm. Is that a Schlitz he's drinking? No. Oh, no. It's a- like a Blitz or something. They're not going to show us the whole label. Could be a... Is it a Labatt? Blue? Is he giving her the trophy he stole? Mm-hmm. Were people interest- impressed by trophies at some point? Is this like why people are upset with the participation trophy generation? I'm still kind of impressed by trophies. If you played sports as a kid for long enough, you just kind of pile them up. Mm-hmm. I still have one very, very tall trophy that I got for winning a jiu-jitsu tournament that I'm very proud of because it's very silly and like four feet tall. Coolest one I ever got was a nutcracker. Like a big a nutcracker. Nut- yeah, it was for a tennis tournament at some point when I was a kid. It was it like the you know the two sticks like uh with a hinge, like a crab claw cracker, or like a like soldier where they were you put the nut in the mouth cracker. Like a could have come to life in the in the Play nutcracker, like a very standard nutcracker, but with just like my name on the plaque. Uh, but your name is on it. Yeah. It was a big tournament. It was called the Nutcracker. I didn't win it. I got a second. Uh, I wasn't winning the Nutcracker. I think it was huge. Mm hmm. Literally in front of you. I know exactly what's going on and I'm utterly confused at the same time. They're just having a good time, Reed. No, I guess I don't know why it's called the Wild One. It should be called like the Wild like 30 or 40. Well, especially because the one is like having a coffee inside a diner while his friends are kicking up dust in town square. Mm 
This looks like a lot. Yeah, these are probably on a lot. I think you're right. Just because like nothing makes sense in the geography of this town. I like the dude walking on his knees. <laughs> Tough break for these two. Yeah. I feel like Jimmy needs needs an assistant. I just don't think he's moving top speed these days. Uh, he's served one beer since he showed up on screen. He has one job. It's to give them beer. He's served one beer. You gotta wipe the counter, too. Just two jobs. Have we seen a ton of denim thus far? They're all wearing jeans. But like any like shots that are closer. I feel like we get a lot of tight shots on the, the BRMC in that skull. Mm. It looks like there are a lot of Levi's. Engineer boots. Just like the, uh, the self-edge like circa 2008 look. Very strong. Yes, I know the look. Mm. Some studded belts. Yeah, a couple co-workers at Union made that would go... Ah, oh, there they are. Just can't catch a glimpse of that arcuate. Uh-uh. They look pretty raw, st like, rigid still. Yeah. Well, you probably didn't wear them for like a year before this movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, I already put them on first day. Mm-hmm. Would not make I wonder fade. if we can see the lack of continuity in this movie by like the different fade patterns on it based on how they were filming it. But then again, they probably shot this movie in two weeks. Looks like we got a project, but yeah, I mean, I think two weeks is generous. He could say anything right now. Quail. Shuck and jive. This this is very appropriative. Yeah, but I like that he used cornball. That's like the only mm -hmm. thing that's held up so far. <laughs> this dude snaps his fingers. More people right. should enunciate while snapping. Strong beanie second from the left. Mm-hmm. What do we think is crazy about the beers? Uh, Pops Jim is serving them. That's crazy. Yeah, Jimmy got his second beer served. <laughs> Sounds so dirty. <laughs> I think this is a fetish for these guys. Yeah. No kink shaming, but... You know the uh, 
you know the blunt rolling scene in Kids? Vaguely. I haven't seen that movie in like 15 years. Like halfway through the movie, they just stop the scene, the movie, and, and like do a blunt rolling tutorial. Oh, right. Uh, this is like the language tutorial, it seems like. Like they're just spitting out every weird word and hand gesture mm-hmm. that, that like they thought motorcycle kids did in this time period. Oh, it's for the teens. Yeah, you so know. Like, the thing that they're they're generating culture because even if this was entirely artificial, like everyone's watching it and they're going to repeat it. It's like the sideways baseball hat. Mm-hmm. It's easier to light the photos if the hat was sideways. Really? That's why they did that. I mean, I'm sure people were doing it, but that's how. That's why people started doing it, like in actual media. Yeah. Hmm. But that's how the legend goes. I don't. I, these things are hard to verify, but. As you said, Johnny seems to be the tamest one. He is not the wildest one. This dude is like, he's playing like swing songs on the jukebox. Is he just Fonzie before Fonzie? And you just take off the hat. He basically is Fonzie. Right? He's just bopping on the jukebox over there. Ah, Black Rebels Motorcycle Club because of all the language that they took. These are rebels with many causes. Mm-hmm. That's what MC stands for. Many causes. <laughs> she still has this stupid trophy. Oh, I like that striped shirt. Oh, that one is good. Uh. I need like six sizes too big, even though I'm probably two inches and 30 pounds lighter than that guy. Mm-hmm. You fill it out. The camera adds like 20 pounds. I just like to swim in my clothes these days, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the only swimming you can really do these days. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's... I don't like fabric like clinging for some... I don't know. That striped shirt's great, though. Yeah. I think the Real McCoys does one like that. I have an old, uh, what's that? It's the Hawaiian brand. Uh, the Aloha Sunsport or? No, they do board shorts mostly. Oh, uh, Birdwell? m Um, Yeah, m I've got like an old m striped shirt like that. Hmm. The motorcycle jacket game is like predictably, it's consistent, strong is a tough word because that's like literally what they're wearing. But the t-shirt game is unexpectedly strong. Mm-hmm. He's smoking cloves. Is that supposed to be rebellious? Yeah, he is. Like a little cigarillo? Yeah, maybe a like cigarillo. Like black and mild? Cherry flavored? Gold, gold tip. What are the prime times? Things you smoke when you're 15? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I smoked when I was 15. 
Prime times, that baby. Black and mild. Yeah. Although, I guess the prime times were the smaller ones that looked like cigarettes. Yeah. Hey. They had flavors specifically targeting 15-year-olds. <laughs> no longer. <laughs> I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. It's one thing the youth of today will not get to experience. They'll just have to vape it. I like that they were like, you didn't get him the first place trophy. And he's just really into the second place trophy. It's two feet tall, the first place trophy. This one fits on his spike much better. That was wild. Wow. And they got the jeans. These guys are my guys. We're Another half good hour into this movie and like nothing has happened. Uh, there's Lee Marvin. Literally, I, I don't think anything is going to happen. No. They're just going to keep screaming about how crazy these guys are. Like there's been two crazy things that's happened. And both they are just, both, both probably wouldn't make my Instagram story. Wow, the pipe game. Are there drugs on the table? Is this going to get interesting? Uh, There's alcohol on the table, Reed. He just scooped those up, though, without talking about it. What was that? Some lewds? I like this dude in the print shirt with the collar flying. Oh, is this his nemesis? Did he take his trophy? Oh, he took number one. Or did he take that trophy? Or is he sitting on his bike? He sounds, this dude sounds like the guy in the Home Alone fake movie. Fake movie? Oh, the uh, the Angels with Filthy Souls? Yeah. You're two-timing my sister. We're getting wilder. I think that's a wildness score of about a four. Yeah. He sounds like Angel's Filthy Souls. Mm -hmm. But my Tommy gun don't. Only like a three on the wildness scale. Is he speaking in the third person? Is he Chino? He's Waldo. Gleeped it. Okay, we're at like a six. But that was mostly because of the bike destruction. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, destruction of property is not uh, not violence, Reed. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not that wild. Yeah. <laughs> the hat he's got on is sick. This guy is so much cooler than yeah. Johnny. Oh, he's Lee Marvin. Yeah, but just like this character is infinitely cool. He's got the bootcut jeans. He's actually letting him hit the, the bottom. He got the goggles. See, he had him in a pet. This is... Hmm. I just trust that Lee Marvin wins this fight. Like, 10 times out of 10 in real life. Oh, oh we got, absolutely. We got sh- shirt collar guy. This guy's... Hoodlum. Mm-hmm. Who is How the is wilder she... one? Did she get the trophy somehow? Why does she have the trophy? I don't know if you took it off the bike because the trophy was inside, and the it must be a second trophy that Lee Marvin came up with. That he gleeped. Mm-hmm. It's wild that no one else is getting involved. Hey, you, you that's the wild fight. That's the wild one rule. Is Lee Marvin wearing a small cape? Looks like a little uh, like neckerchief. Much stronger accessories. Wait, were they fighting for fun? I hope so. Fight the car. He's got like elbow pads on. Honestly, I'm on Lee Marvin's side. That guy's being annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fighting the car now. You you got your wish. Mm-hmm. See, like this is Whoa, where they cast it from. Look at that Whoa. color block jacket at the back. Look at that shearling joint though on the left side. Mm-hmm. With the beard that matches the shearling, no mustache. The General Beauregard. Marlon Brando looks like the climber Brad Gobright. I do not know that reference. Small one. Ooh, French jacket. So I'm telling you, look at that shearling joint. That thing is dope. And this guy's too. Pig bait. Pig bait hat. That's a great hat. Is that an A1 that that guy had on? Oh, couldn't tell. The shearling one? Yeah. I think it was a B3. B3? Mm-hmm. I just wanted something for someone to yell at me for, you know, in the comments. Reed doesn't know this yeah. jacket. I don't. <laughs> it could be better. Plenty of time to learn.
I can see the arcuate on Lee Harvin's pants. Definitely Levi's. Yep. What happened, Johnny? Oh, you know, Daddy O. I don't make no deal with no cop. Yeah, there's some ambiguity there. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing drugs. Give this joint the needle, like the inner elbow joint, I imagine. It's on her sweater. <laughs> Oof, poor bridges. Would you say Johnny's getting too big for his britches? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do know who that is. (laughs) Looks like him, right? Yeah, a little bit. Weird way. Same thousand yard stare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Howdy, mouth. Mm. Wait, so it's Frog was it Frog Boy? Frog, frog face. Frog face. That's a person. That's not an insult. Yeah, I think that was his name. Like his I've nickname. Been, I've been thinking they've just been throwing that around, just being like, you frog face son of a bitch. <laughs> that so he has human. a he has a new cut under his eye, but all the cuts around his mouth are gone. That's why he's the wild one. That's why they follow him. This is actually canonically an X-Men movie. Yeah, he's like Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the extended universe. Mm -hmm. Do you say, what's the piss? That was wild. Mm -hmm. He just foamed his own beer. The third pen sibling. <laughs> now we're in the, the, the extended pen universe. <laughs> extended peniverse. Man, if any of you have made it with us this far, mm-hmm. appreciate you. I understand uh, Bill Staley. Yeah, right? But I, I wouldn't say the bikes are like ballerinas. I'd say the jackets are more like the ballerinas. Yeah, the, and the hats. It's a very strong mm-hmm. hat movie. 
Maybe that's why he hated it. There's just not a lot of bikes. What do you think this dude's doing? He's like, he's got some consternation. Mm-hmm. But these folks have shown very little, like, actual. No, they, they've been very, uh, very lenient with the group. And, but, like, mostly the bikers have just, like, kind of chilled. They pulled that one guy out of a car, but that wasn't good. But mm-hmm. the guy was honking. It's 1940-whatever, yeah. you know? They did drive their bike into that one guy's car, and then they had a fight in the middle of the road. I wonder if they paid their bar tab, or they're just, yeah, but like, like have you been to ride. Tucson? Like, that's a pretty Tucson thing, too, you know? People fighting in bars. Like, it's like, that's, like, a thing that happens elsewhere today. Yeah. A car drove into a building... Uh, where was it? I think it was in Williamsburg yesterday. Really? Yeah, intentionally. Like, yeah, not. I don't know about that, but it was like a full house. You know, car in the kitchen, bus in the bathroom situation. Mm-hmm. This is some like Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber, annoying shit. But it's not mm-hmm. like it's very ominous. Read. Oh, pig bait! I like pig bait. Oh, yeah. Got a ribbon on his hat. So is Gino Frogface? I thought Gino was Gino. And Frogface is someone else. I thought so, but... Look, I'm hanging on by a thread right now. I'm with the sheriff. I'm not. I don't make no deal with no cops. Yeah, actually defund his ass. Fuck this guy. Yeah. He just seems as confused as me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that color block jacket, man, in the back. Yep. That thing goes. Mm. Oh no. Calls coming from inside the house. This guy actually looks scary. Mm-hmm. In his N1? Yeah, he looks like he has a human pelt somewhere in a closet. Mm-hmm. But I just want to note that their big threat was to take a day off. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Maybe they are defunders. Yeah, I like this. Fully back on the wild one side. Mm-hmm. Abolish, please. What? Yeah. They said, they said take a day off, not take all the days off. This is a defund situation. Uh-huh. We can push them to the left. I think so. I think so, too. As long as their bikes don't fall over. And if we adopt names like like ostrich, ostrich <laughs> nuts or like cow utter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this this is snake scrotum. That's kind of tight. They, like, they just locked up this dude. They take over the jail. Did we miss this? I just watched him take over an operator station. The switchboard maybe was in the jail. <clears throat> Seems like we skipped a step. 
Well, how like, did they we, know where that guy was from the car, and they like went and grabbed him? They didn't take their friend out. They locked up the other guy. These guys well, no, are he didn't surprised. Want, he didn't want to go. It seemed like he was like, "I'm sleeping." True. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. I like that Johnny doesn't communicate where he's going, though. He's like, I'm going to get on my bike and y'all are going to follow my ass. Mm-hmm. This guy's doing that glass massage. The broken shards massage. It's a good one. Pops. Doesn't know how to operate a phone. <laughs> that tuck, man, is a wild tuck on this guy's shirt. Mm-hmm. It's a tactical tuck. <laughs> he wants Close the action pleats. Yeah. yeah. There's no beer that made it into that glass. No. They're just like, fuck it. Into the whiskey. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Imagine that being guy like, looks like he's fifty. He looks like a what? That guy looks like he's fifty. The one in the middle. Yeah. Guy looks like he was cast as a, as a motorcycle guy in like a Prada ad. Mm-hmm. I'm a teenager. What does her shirt I'm say? Britches. Britches. Johnny's responsible. You can tell that she's had too much. (laughs) Is that a euphemism? I just pictured dialogue, like conversation in the 40s where people just never said what they meant. <laughs> you know, just all you like Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah. But, uh, without rhyming. It had been a dog's age and we hung ourselves on the Christmas tree, but. We really put the brim on the hat that night, didn't we? Yeah, tied the, tied the knot on that tie. Uh-huh. And we mopped the floor in the morning. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Super zen approach. All right, man. Everything's fine. Material possessions are nothing (laughs) to be concerned about. 
You want to kill somebody before somebody gets killed? Damn. The guy who played Ed Kemper in Mindhunter somehow is in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one guy with glasses being like, oh, fighting uh, rowdiness with fascism is a bad idea. I like the guy smoking a cigarette who has no idea what he's doing here. Mm -hmm. These are great lawmen. Just leaving the door open. I just forgot he was still in there. Looks like Tom Waits in this uh, this angle with his, his like jaw kind of slack. Yeah. Like Tom Waits in shortcuts. Look at the fringe on this bad boy. Mm-hmm. And that Daniel Boone hat. Skunk hat. Is that the technical term? It looks like a skunk, isn't it? I just always call them like Alamo LARPers or something. Some Davy Crockett shit. Is that dude wearing a mop? He's wearing a mop. That's how wild they are. This is the wildest shit. The guy with the broken ankle dancing. So it's a fake beard this guy's been wearing the whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mop is the wildest thing they've done so far. Shit is filthy. They don't put lampshades on heads. They put mops on heads. That's how wild they are. It's dirty. Little did any of these people know that the guy in the skunk hat would be invading the Capitol in like 60 years. (laughs) Skunk hat the third. It's wild that the term talent has been a euphemism for this long. Mm Mm-hmm. The nits in this movie are yeah. genuinely next level. Like that one with the white stripe across the chest. Yeah. Great. David, by your uh, expert uh, analysis, how many union suits do you think are being worn in this frame? Probably not very many. These don't seem like union suit folks. You think they They're just California. go? I'd say like one or two. I, saying, I think if anyone's just... wearing one, it's Gino. Gino probably has a union suit on. I could see that. You think they go shaft to zipper or what? Or shaft to button fly? Like just nothing shaft. in between? Ooh, probably. You I mean, gotta break wild. Them faster. None of these people know how to ride motorcycles. It's unbelievable. No. Wonder where she's running she from. She can run very well in heels. Yeah. Seven ankles were harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> Just the worst escape route I've ever seen no. in my life. Oh, it's corduroy. Her jacket? Yeah. That close-up, you could see the whales. Love corduroy. It's, it's my, I think it's my number one fabric. Yeah, it's a good fabric. It's wintertime, so it's prejudiced, mm-hmm. but... You take away the belt, I'd rock that thing. Yeah. Johnny to the rescue, or did Johnny instigate this? 
Mm-hmm. Johnny well, see, Johnny's going to break it up and like get, become the hero for breaking it up. But even he though he's up, the one that actually instigated it, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's some, some false flag shit. It was like that butler for like the billionaire banker who set the fire in the dude's house to try to save him from the fire, but ended up killing him. Yeah. Which is the definition the of a false hero. flag is what you said. So I don't know why. I, like Papa Roach levels Wait. of redundant. Suffocation. No breathing. Wait, that's, that's Kathy, right? I think that's Kathy. Kath? Poor Kathy. Nah, Kath knows what she's. Kath knows what she wants. She wants Brando. Oof. I think she just wanted to go home. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I think Kathy. <laughs> to be honest, I think Kathy wants to get the, get out of this town. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be some like Helsinki syndrome shit. Is that what you call Stockholm told- syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just watched uh, Die Hard. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, she's about to sympathize with her kidnapper right here. Mm-hmm. These movies are not. It's wild to watch them. Like, there's like the obvious ones, like Animal House, where it's like, ooh, this is a tough break. Our Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. But then there's the more insidious stuff like this. Mm-hmm. This is a bad power dynamic, objectively. Yeah. You can just take him out on your motorcycle because of the implication. Yeah, he's doing nothing for the power dynamic concerns. Uh, oh. Johnny. Is he a vampire? He's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> what a bizarre move. This movie got so dark. Yeah. <laughs> wow, serial abuser Johnny. But I don't feel like they're making the j- character judgment in this scene. To be honest, like I feel like they're making no. the character judgments. Uh, judgment of making, her. Like when they're doing donuts in the street. Like right here, they're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like in the screenplay, it says Johnny asserts his dominance. Become <laughs> Tiro. I think Crack meant something different then. 
Johnny's experiencing economic anxiety. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny just doesn't doesn't feel seen by the new direction of the government right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, Johnny wants to be able to practice religion freely. Mm -hmm. He just wants to be heard. Yeah. Economic anxiety was the one. To awaken something in Kathy. Yeah, we've completely. This is the true. This is a true fear for the suburbanites in this of like, ah, oh, motorcycles are gonna turn our daughters into nymphomaniacs. It's literally the number one fear for suburbanites always is that their daughter is going to be swept up into X, mm -hmm. or their son if it's if it's gay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we can't have gay television programs because all our children will become that. It's like I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, how many of the wild ones do you think were, were gay, like openly gay? Do you think they accepted that in the gang? I'd like to think that they were progressive. I want to say like a solid 40% given what we know, like at least with- Yeah, we with, know about human sexuality of like- Well, and also just about like the, the demos of these groups, right? Yeah, who like, would self-select to be in a group of men like that? Yeah. Not necessarily, but it's like- Well, also they were like super free, like the Hells Angels kissed each other on the mouth pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. And they, they peed on each other a lot. Yeah, they said for shock value, but like I think at some they point had to people, enjoy it. I'm gonna say at some point people stop being shocked and then you're still doing it. So <laughs> Yeah, again, not the kink shame. Whatsoever. Like, live your by, truth. Specifically though, like what if your kink is kink shaming? Wow. It's like the thing of like, can God microwave a burrito so hot he can't eat it? <laughs> <laughs> his tools yeah. created created his downfall. Mm -hmm. Kink shame a kink shamer. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. My kink is kink shaming. Kathy's hair just keeps getting bigger as this movie goes on. He didn't say a word. She mm -hmm. just talked herself into that. That was oh. wild. Oh, no. I don't, I don't like I people who want me. Yeah, I don't think I understand the central conflict of this scene. Mm -hmm. Like the one, the things that I'm picking out don't seem to be bothering the characters. Like the central protagonist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like being, you know, hit and forcibly kissed. It turns out they weren't and then having that, that far away. reciprocated. Uh. In defense of this old dude, this looks really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least the cut under the eyes stayed consistent. Mm-hmm. Weapon X not confirmed. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we can rule out the X-Men thing yet, though. 
Mm-hmm. Not definitively, at least. This dude with the bonnet is clearly a wild one. This was before the era of unleaded gas, right? So, like, all these guys are just breathing in leaded gas fumes, like, all the time. Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's why they're so wild. <laughs> it's definitely the era before uh, they stopped stripping the lead from the paint. Yeah. A top hat. I think, like, we have every hat category checked in this movie. That's what I'm saying. We had a five-panel baseball hat. Mm-hmm. Top hats, flat caps, like Harley Davidson, like sea captain hats. Newsboys, beanies. Mm-hmm. I can see why the Japanese people love this movie so much. Yeah, I haven't seen like a true beret yet. We're missing the beret. Mm-hmm. I love the button detail on her shirt. The fat buttons. Mm-hmm. Is the mob coming for? for I like how they very work? carefully laid down his bike. Well, they're not monsters. Um, they left his hat. What if she just puts it on and becomes the leader of the wild? <laughs> becomes <laughs> becomes Johnny. Yeah. It's like a and Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen's the Santa Claus situation. Mm-hmm. Well, then she'd have to Whis- kill Johnny. Whiskey. Whiskey. In case any of you out there were wondering. Mm-hmm. The classic shot of like drinking whiskey at a desk, looking at a gun. wonder when that became cliched. Just. The Bourne identity is by far, in my mind, the most iconic. Interesting to watch this movie on the heels of this week, I gotta say. Yeah. That's the stakes of this movie, okay. Mm-hmm. They're gonna he's, beat him up. He's gonna get or a black something. eye. Or something. I guess that does leave it open. It's like the Beyond section. Bed Bath mm-hmm. & Beyond. Mm-hmm. Why are you stocking oatmeal raisin cookies? Beyond. I mean, that's how policing works these days. <laughs> Just face palming him? Mm hmm. Yeah. It's the guy that's like very clearly supposed to read as Jewish. <laughs> yeah I would feel personally attacked but this movie is not it's not It's that guy looks like Kenneth Branagh right a little bit <laughs> transparent in policing this is my job you gotta use a stick <laughs> no wider than a thumb. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> keeps like stroking his face aggressively. Mm-hmm. You use a bag of Valencia oranges. That way he doesn't bruise before the jury. <laughs> it's an onset issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These guys are so no one guarding left, the door. Yeah, left left amateurs. left the police door open. That's the scariest part of that movie is just the lack of institutional control these people have. <laughs> Bet they don't even lock their doors. They have like three guns with two bullets in them each. Mm-hmm. Who really is the wild one? Is uh, it Marlon he, Brando or is hoping, it them? Right? I was hoping he was going to start chasing them. <laughs> like a Benny Hill situation? Yeah. They realized they're back. Oh, no, they didn't. He's lost all his power without his hat. These guys are just running around with trees. Parkour. <laughs> uh, glad they laid down his bike so gingerly. Light's still on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought I'd never see you again, baby. Is he crying? Yeah, as per usual, the cops seem wilder than anyone on the other side. Mm-hmm. Well, the vigilante mob. It's like Samson. He's got his power again. Mm-hmm. Little known fact, he trained for three weeks to lift that bike. Those are heavy bikes. Yeah, I know. I really know nothing about this movie. Do I wonder if they fight back? Mm. I do not remember. Jimmy, go back inside. Jimmy, go back inside. Man, like Jimmy wasn't great at his job, but he didn't deserve that fate. Mm-hmm. Who's at fault? We only have 11 minutes to figure it out. <laughs> drugs. Drugs are at fault. Yeah, we. I mean, second wave feminism might be put on trial. 
Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere. Ah, the trophy. I want my trophy. Damn. You can tell it's a movie because they didn't shoot him when he was going to pick up the trophy. Or just real life, he's white. <laughs> True. Party really died. Mm-hmm. I've gotten zero feel for the geography of this town. Mm-hmm. Is that a gallows on the right? Looks like. Oh it. no! So you're going to have to make a deal with the cop. You don't make no deal with no cops. So I'm wondering, does he have a go against the... Is that Jimmy, like, behind them in the corner? Jimmy's like, I just want to keep an eye on the case. (laughs) The force ghost that's there to observe. I don't think he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Niece to uncle is not a very strong familial relationship. Yeah, I don't think he's a right. Solid legal testimony. Only when he pushed me over. 
the tidy little resolution. Yeah. There was a tire iron. That mean didn't say it. Great um, transition of just a paper cup filling up with water. Undoubtedly been studied in film school. Mm-hmm. Film school people tap in. Abraham Lincoln. Wonder if they're in the Ninth Circuit or Seventh Circuit. Is in the Seventh. I think he was Seventh Circuit. Oh, this is entrapment. If he says he's sorry, then they can stick him with it. The fascination with this trophy is hilarious. He's going to give her the trophy. He's just on the spectrum and he's self-soothing. Ryan Gosling and Drive, but naked <laughs> 60 years earlier. Shiny thing. That's why he likes his bike. It's shiny. So he's a raccoon. I wonder if they held their breath every time they had to film one of these scenes. But uh, they couldn't breathe in all the lead. No, just because everyone's always kind of like peeling out and doing wheelies that they're not meaning to do otherwise. Oh, poor jukebox. Director really likes like cutaway shots of glasses being filled up. He's like, I got this plan. Liquids being poured. Stands in for time flowing like liquid. Mm-hmm. Everyone will get it. He stepped foot. He's back. Boys back in town. Got the county men involved. Has any time elapsed? And he's just like, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee now. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, everyone else cleared out in 10 minutes and he just showed up. He's like, no, I'll go get, I'm thirsty. 
Cup of Joe. It's like his handbag, this trophy. Mm -hmm. Like a crow, you know, that like crows, they find shiny things that they appreciate. Raccoons are into them too. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tim. I said you should go with dating him would be super easy. You could just like gift him <laughs> anything shiny. Do you think over under 15 lines of dialogue for him this entire movie? Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, do knowing glances count as lines of dialogue? No. It's got to have a colon after his name. Mm -hmm. Johnny was killed in Vietnam. (laughs) Would it have been Korea? Probably. This is 53. I guess. Korea was like happening at the time. Yeah, it was like fully, fully gone. So that's the movie. Um, what is the lesson that you think we're supposed to take away from that? Oh, man. It felt like it was going to be like a moralizing, like, reefer madness situation. But the, but mov- the movie was on Johnny's side for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like the cop at the end is clearly supposed to be the, the voice of moral authority. And he's like, I don't know what's in your head. I don't know if anything's in your head. But you... Uh, Get out of here. Yeah. Like, it was please like a, leave. It was like a look at yourself, a man in the mirror moment, you know? But uh, mm-hmm. no, I, I was expecting, uh, I think I was expecting more motorcycles. I could see why the guy was a little disappointed with that. I think if you did a motorcycle super cut of that movie, it'd be like nine mm-hmm. minutes long. You do end up disliking everyone. Every single person. I think if you did a knowing stare or like a penetrating stare super cut, it would be 40 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like in Rocky Four, the montage super cuts like thirty-seven minutes long. That movie's only like eighty minutes. Yeah, um, but it's uh, yeah. I don't know what I'm taking from that movie. I I really liked the the non-jacket tops. Mm-hmm. I would do like. I guess the non-motor moto jacket tops were good. What'd you take? Yeah. From that? Uh. I was very surprised by the lack of diversity in this movie and the poor representation. It felt like a um, Twilight Zone episode that like never, it was like the first act of a Twilight Zone episode that was just stretched out to 80 minutes. Of- yeah. Yeah, like at the end, they, it turns out like all those people who were in the vigilante mob got on motorcycles and drove away. Yeah, and they they weren't aliens. Yeah, you know, it's like it did it. It nothing happened. Have you ever seen the? I'm I don't know why I'm asking. The first Mad Max, like the original. Oh yeah. 
Oh, obviously. Yeah, it, it felt sort of like that, too. Although there was like, there was no central thrust. It's like, these guys are here and they're like causing a ruckus. The townspeople don't like the ruckus. And then like they come to a head and an old guy gets hit with a motorcycle. With like 10 minutes to go, there's no toe cutter, like who's like a true like evil villain. But like it does give me, mm-hmm. like I love Mad Max Fury Road, but that movie is 1000% a movie about people going to a place and coming home. Like mm-hmm. it's just about a drive to and from somewhere. Um, Cause they just go and then they come back. Uh, the first Mad Max, like the original is kind of similar, right? Like very, well, it's a revenge movie, and that one yeah. is like he kill his family, and then he has to go back and kill all of them. His dog is the one that I remember the most because that thing that was not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was made in Australia in the seventies. It's like I don't know if this this might be a real one. Um, but yeah, I kind of had those vibes. Like I know, like scary movies from like before nineteen eighty are still scary, but like there's a lot of action stuff that like when you watch, you're like, oh, like really nothing happens. Hmm. You know, like there's other movies that are like still like French Connections, like still one of the fucking best movies. But like, yeah. like I love but a movie that. like Halloween, like nothing much happens. Very little happens. Very little scary. Like Jaws, you barely see the shark. Like watching uh, well, it. Uh, let's not say any bad words about Jaws. Oh, I mean, I've got some hot takes. I hate Forrest. <laughs> Gump. I hate Forrest Gump, though. So that's where we're coming from. That's the position. Oh no, Forrest Gump is objectively bad and cheesy. It's just. Forrest Gump as a character is so annoying that a legless Lieutenant Dan dove into the ocean just to get away from him for a couple seconds. <laughs> so insufferable. Um, but yeah, that's like, I think it was like one of those things where it's like, and like, I'm sure the Star Wars people, if they're listening, will come for me for saying this. But like, if you go back and you watch A New Hope, it's like it, it, nothing it very disjointed and like nothing uh, happens in the last scene. Yeah. It's like, there's like, it's just like, People sort of like that you don't understand or know are like shouting to Luke, like be a hologram. But like, other than that, it's like, I don't know, like what the, what is going on here? Um, I can see why it's iconic though. It's like all of these archetypes. Uh, I feel like this was the first time that they were established really of the like bad boy, uh, motorcycle delinquent. And the leather jacket and the engineer boots and the jeans and all that. And I could see why this would be popular with teenagers who feel like they're under the thumb of uh, staid adults and just want something to rebel against. And like, well, what do you got? Well, it's also interesting, too, because like I, I do not think this was intent um, because it's 1953, as you mentioned. But sort mm-hmm. of the, the interesting stand in, like the white stand in for like uh, the recipient of sort of mob justice or mob violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure culturally there has to be some like arc you can trace over like when people started deciding that the mobs were inherently wrong or like mm-hmm. on the wrong side, right? Like the side of authority is not maybe the right side in this situation. Um, like, you know, like that was interesting for, I, I genuinely thought we were about to watch reefer madness, but, but motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but then there was it was very morally ambiguous of being like, well, these guys are annoying, but these people are like they they want blood and that's that's also bad. And you yeah. have that voice of reason with that guy with the glasses being like, I mean, I I don't know if it's too much to read into it to say like this is very much a post-World War II movie where people seeing like, you know, fascism and mobs getting out of hand and that is the, you know, bespectacled intellectual that's telling people to calm down and nobody listens to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is not how, you know, I mean, there's, there's the 
Kenneth Branagh guy. I guess he doesn't look that much like him, but for a second he did. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's yeah, he's the stand-in for like the one that looks good but is actually bad. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's that, right? And the bikers are bad but are actually good. I don't even and know. All- oh, good. Oh, go ahead. No. I mean, it still like leans back in the end on like full faith and in institutional authority of like, oh, the police know what they're doing. They're the arbiters of right and wrong here, and they will always make the correct decision. Yeah, it is nineteen fifty three. Like if this movie was made in nineteen seventy eight, the cop might have just like left with him. Like gone easy rider, just being like, It's now Johnny and that guy. <laughs> just creepy. Yeah. What do you yeah, do? That's another movie we could do. I like it. You know. Uh yeah. Interesting choice. Is it it feels like it's very much caught between the like nineteen forties and uh like pre-war and post-war movies where it like has a much more ambiguous moral message, but doesn't really know what it has anything to say. It feels almost postmodern of being like, uh, everything is ambiguous. Even the cop says like, I may be the one that knows what's going on. And like, I'm the one to meet out justice, but I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, no, it absolutely is allowing for ambiguity, but I don't know if it made a statement. No, I guess this is what we're saying. Like, I don't know what side the movie's on. Like, Brando gets away and they give him that thing. But, like, also Brando was fine the entire film, except for the scene that I think is supposed to be lionizing, which is weird. Yeah. Like, the only time where you're like, ah, man, this dude's not so great is the one-on-one with the girl where she follows Kathy, where she falls in love with him. That's a baby mm-hmm. it's cold outside moment. Just don't hold Very up. Much. Doesn't hold up. Yeah, that does not hold up at all. Because the dynamic there doesn't make any sense of, like, Okay, he's like saving her, but also kidnapping her and taking her to some secluded location that she wouldn't like otherwise necessarily want to be. And but also not so secluded because it's about 20 yards from the main road, it turned out. Yeah, and very, very brightly lit. Um, and, but then like he forcefully uh, like grabs her and like kisses her, and then she doesn't want it. And then he like she talks herself into being with him. And then he doesn't want it. And then she's offended and runs away. And then he follows along on his motorcycle. And that's when he gets attacked. Immediately looks bad and also probably should have been reprimanded for what he did in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it did seem like the excessive justice was meted out in that situation. Yeah. Well. That was the wild one. Wild. Wild. Wiki wiki wild wild one. <laughs> Next, we'll do Wild Wild West. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for, for sticking around for this long. Um, if you liked us doing movie commentary, I thought this was kind of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we can get some more people in on it next time. Yeah, we'll do it again for you all if you're into it. But, uh, otherwise, yeah, enjoy this this bonus piece of content. And, uh, yeah, we'll get back with more teen gene reactions in the teen gene scene in uh, Denim History 10 coming up real soon.